Frankie, the people want to hear from you. Love thing. We got the love thing. Deep intense attraction. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Punky Johnson. And I'm Dicey. And you are tuned into the love thing with me and my dog, my bestie, Dicey. We keep it real and raw about all things love, sex, and relationships. And that means no holding and no sugarcoat. That's right. From one night stands to situationships, we've got tales from the bedroom to share. And we got advice to give because, look, we have been through all of this shit. So we're here to help you navigate through yours. That's right, everybody. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the love thing. What up, dog? Hey, what's up? How you doing? None, man. My, we've been we've been acting a fool. Yes. On this tour, I mean, we eight shows in. We got forty two left. Um, my voice is gone. Yep. You gave me a cough. I did not give you that cough. Please don't blame that cough on me. I had that cough at least three weeks ago, four weeks ago now. Yeah. Well, no. it it chilled in mm-hmm. my body. And then it popped up a couple days ago. You gave it to me. You need to check with your immune system. I ain't got to do none of that, man. I'm good. I'm healthy. But how are you? I'm good. You know what? What? I woke up this morning in such a great mood. Just so y'all know out there, I've been staying at Punky's house, house sitting when she's not there and making a lot of a mess, a whole lot of mess. I drank all the rest of your tequila. And what else did I do? I boiled my ponytail this morning in your pot. You boiled your head in my pot? You know what? Because you boiled... Penises in there, so I was like, clear, I clearly, I, I could put my Konecalon off in there. Which one of my pots you put your hand dice? I'm not messing around. I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> it better not, it better not smell like Sally's and Beauty Malt when I walk back up. It's the gonna house. smell like Black Girl Magic in there when you come in there, and veggie sausage that I cooked this morning with my blueberry waffles. I don't want you cooking nothing vegetarian. I don't want no fish up in there, nothing. I made tuna steaks the other day, and you didn't even know this, but I took one of the containers, one of your containers. She got them real good ones that seal on the side with the little uh, the little handles on the side, the flap down. I took that. That was in the refrigerator. I put tuna oh, steaks in God. there. Oh, God. And I knew I was going to bring it back, so. Well, you told me you had a surprise for me today. What is it? That was a surprise that I bought my ponytail in your pot. It wasn't my Surprise! Bit. All right, y'all, let's get down to it. I say this every episode, but I really do enjoy these topics. Number one, full disclaimer, excuse my voice. I've been running around. I've been screaming and acting a fool. So this is just what I got, y'all. Um, I hope y'all can bear through it. Love languages, Dicey. Yeah. I love love languages. I never did before. Never did before. Love languages is something that I recently just learned about. Um, I wish I would have known just a little bit more about love languages. When I was married, I could have been a way better partner. Mm-hmm. But now that I have developed some type of understanding, I feel that I could become a better lover. And I would like to share that with everyone. And if I could just save one or two people with what I've learned about love languages, I would be so happy. Hmm. For those of you who don't know, a love language is the way your partner wants to be loved, how they receive love, and how they show love. I read that there are five love languages. There are words of affirmation, which is, you're beautiful, you're looking good today, come in, let me slap that ass. Acts of service, hey, can I help you with something? Hey, do you need me to do this for you? Hey, you look tired, would you like a massage? Receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, That's my favorite. You like to receive gifts? Yeah. Yeah, you like one of them Dooney and Burke purse type Dooney and Burke? 
<laughs> well, you know you're 53, so I thought you was on that doing any <gasps> shit. Nah, nah, come on, Dyson. 53? Come on now. You know you're my dog. Come on now. Don't act all sensitive like you can't. I'm, I'm very sensitive. Oh, God. All right. I just want everybody to know that Dyson, she playing. She playing. She's just trying to make me look bad right now. Yep. Anyway, the next one is quality time. That's, of course, if you don't know, that's when you spend time with your lover. You plan dates. You plan special outings. And, of course, physical touch, which is, you know, touching you, slapping that ass, kissing on the forehead, and, of course, a little bit of lovemaking. Mm. Yes. I think it's very important to pay attention to love languages and establish early on what your partner's love language is because it will give you ideas on how to act without your person even having to speak and making them feel loved and important. I don't know if a person like me, I thought love languages was kind of lame at first, if you want me to be honest with you. But the more and more I learn about them, the more I just dig into it and believe that it can help me to be better than I was in my marriage. And if I can go back and change the hands of time to be a better person in my marriage, I wouldn't. Anyway, this type of person I used to be, everybody. I'm going to be honest with y'all. You might judge me, whatever. I'm getting help. I used to be the type of partner that would be like, nah, girl, you're going to get this loving the way I say you're going to get this loving. I always been the breadwinner. So, of course, my problem was throwing money at all the situations. Mm -hmm. I threw money at the problem. I'm like, I thought money and gifts would solve everything. My wife would get mad, I buy her something. I piss her off, I come home with a gift. And then I get mad when she don't change her damn attitude. Because why you ain't changing your attitude? I'm like, girl, how you still have an attitude and you got a goddamn brand new Louis bag? Hmm? Hmm? You know how much that Louis bag costs? How much? A smile. Was it? It's, you better put a smile on your face. That's how much it costs. Don't be running up in here with an attitude problem and you got a Louis bag. It was a real one? Why are you playing me? Why Put some respect on my name, my Well, G. you wear fake jewelry. Put some respect on my you, name. Your jewelry comes from the gas station. It sure do. I like that. Because people be trying to jack you, man. You try to jack me, you, you're going to be looking at $25 worth of shit. Mm. I play it smart. Okay. That's what you got to do, Dicey. See, you're trying to shit on me. No, I'm not. But that was a smart thing. I'm not shitting Don't on you. Don't try to act innocent I just, with the, Okay. Anyway, I thought money would solve it all. So I never heard my ex-wife when she would say things like she wasn't happy or she felt empty or the things that I was giving her wasn't enough. I never heard her because I'm like, girl, this a brand new goddamn convertible. What's up with all that lip? Two though, beautiful royal blue convertible. What's up with all the chitter chatter? What's up with all that goddamn lip? But all she wanted was for me to call her beautiful and for me to smack that ass, give her a hug. Not a gift. I was the gift. In her eyes, I was the gift. I failed to see that. But in my defense, she didn't understand my love language in a way that I loved. Because I called her beautiful all the time, Dicey. I called her beautiful all the time. She just didn't understand my love language. She would be getting up, getting ready to go out with her girls. She'd be wearing these black, wonderful, tight dress, red lipstick on, her hair all curly and all sexy. She got some pumps on, got her calves looking like bow, bow. I'll be standing back like, damn. My girl, beautiful as hell. Prettiest thing I've ever seen in my life. But for some reason, that never came out. What came out? What came out was, bitch, don't get fucked up. What came out was, don't make me come outside and act crazy. Uh-huh. And for the life of me, I don't understand how that don't mean you beautiful. It just means you're a psychopath. No, I, no I just got a different love language, everybody. That my love language is teasing and threatening. And I don't see a problem with it. Mm -mm. 
I don't see the problem. Mm-hmm. I got to add to that. That could be a joke. Where, where, where the fuck you think you going? That mean, where you going looking good without me? What this is you think you got on? That mean you look mighty fine in that dress. I don't see the problem with none of those. I feel like that means I love you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that means you're beautiful. How that don't mean you're beautiful? You think I'm about to be sitting up here taking care of you, buying cars and bags and paying the bills for some ugly woman? How that don't mean you're beautiful? Why do I have to say it? Why? Because... Her love language was affirmations, right? Isn't that an affirmation? All right, look, I do agree. And that is a message that I like to send to people. You know, it don't matter what you're doing for your lady, how much you're providing for her, how much you're protecting her. You just got to tell her you're beautiful. Yeah. You just got to do it. Compliment her. Make her feel like the prettiest, the most sexiest thing in the room every single day. Mm-hmm. All I really like from my mate is acts of service. You know, just make sure you're doing everything good around the house. Make sure you're keeping it tight. And loyal down south and hustling and not being a bum. I don't need to be complimented. I don't need to spend time, nothing else. I don't know why I'm like this, but for me, money talk. It sounds like your love language is be my maid. Not not my maid, but acts of service. Just do what I say. Mm-hmm. And I got you. Okay. I think if, if it was a partnership, it would be equal. Okay. You don't think so? Yeah, I guess. What's wrong with living a great life, getting money, and just taking care of the house? I know a lot of ladies that like to do that. That's a gender roles is what it sounds like and not love language to me. But I don't know. Or traditional gender roles, should we say. Which for me, I want to clean up and do that kind of, I mean, I like I like doing that. Men don't clean good most of the time. You well, know? It's act, that, that's what I'm saying. It's acts of service. Help me take care of this house. Okay. Right. All right. But, you know, anyway, I'm getting better. I mm-hmm. want to be better in the future. Mm-hmm. Instead of using money to uh, love... I now do the beautiful thing because I realized that that's just a thing. Make your woman feel like the prettiest person Mm -hmm. that you've ever seen. And I'm not really used to doing stuff like that. My girl that I'm with right now, hers is quality time. You know how our schedule's set up? We can't really do quality time. We can't really do that. But what I can do, and she loves words of affirmation. So what I do, because I'm not really good at it, is I set a clock. First thing I do when I wake up in the morning is tell her how much I think she's so beautiful and she's sexy and I hope she has the best day. And then every two hours, my clock go bing and I hit her up and I'll be like, what's up, gorgeous? I just want to let you know I was thinking about you. Then another two hours go by. I just have these little sentences that I give her throughout the day. And the crazy thing is... You do it, that? Absolutely. Wow, you set your timer? I have to set a timer you, you wouldn't I'll remember? Forget. Yeah. I'll forget. I'm not the sweetest person in the world. I'm not the most romantic person in the world. Like I say, I throw money at everything. I've always got the complaint of you're not romantic enough for me. Mm-hmm. I've always got that complaint. Now I'm doing everything I can to, I guess, fill that void to try to fix it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I set the clock, hit up my girl. I love you. I miss you. I thought about you. I was calling this, you know, see how your fine ass was doing. I was thinking about all that ass. Is that my ass? And playing with her a little bit. You giving my ass away? You playing? You flirting? Just kind of playing that jealousy, stupid shit. And she love it. Hmm. And it's crazy because it lets me know that relationships are so simple. It's the simplicity of it. Like just doing that. She don't want no money. She gives me a better, bigger reaction when mm-hmm. I do stuff like that than if I get her a vacation or a bag or a car. She has such a better reaction with my, me just calling her saying... Man, I was just, I was thinking about that kiss you gave me last night. I'm busy, but I just let you know I was thinking about you. It puts the biggest smile on her face. Mm. And over the phone, I hear the sweetest sound of happiness and laughter. 
So that's just it, man. Love is so simple, y'all. It's so simple. But I'm a work in progress, and it's a slow progress. But like Lil Wayne say, slow progress is better than no progress. So how you feeling, Dicey? You seem like a, a closed book today. What's going on? Well, I mean, I don't know that I believe in love languages necessarily. And shouldn't your love languages be compatible? And if they're not, because what if I don't want to, like, give you affirmations? What if that's not what I like to do? I'm more into, like, do we have the same music taste? You know what I mean? Like, are you artistic? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like my love language, which may could fall under acts of service or whatever, but like, take me to a Broadway show. Do, you know, or let's go to the museum. Let's do things like that. So I think you kind of low-key missing the point. I remember Nip Nipsey, you know, God rest his soul. He was like, you got to learn your queen. You got to just observe her, watch her, learn what she loves, learn what she hates. Just learn every single thing about her. I think that's learning the love language, right? It's like this. I would sit up there and give a woman everything I think she needs and then be confused when it wasn't enough. You feel me? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting up here like, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing that for you. You ain't got to want for nothing. I'm even doing the laundry. I'm even washing the dishes. I'm going out. I'm working. I'm doing all this for you. And you don't even appreciate it. But that's not the case. It's not the fact that she don't appreciate it. It's the fact that I'm giving her what I think she needs, but not what she needs. So that is the... That's me not understanding the way she needs to be loved. But what I'm saying is, what if you don't like giving the love the way that they want it? Well, then you're going to always not equal up to what they need. Okay. So it's like, if you got a guy that you're dealing with, and his love language is basically like uh, quality time, right? Mm But that's not the way you like to get down. You ain't, you ain't got time for quality time. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, all right, babe, you look sexy, you out. All right, babe, here go a gift, you out. And you think that's enough, but that's not his love language. He wants quality time. So even though you cute and you dicey and you this and you that, and you loving him the way that you feel like loving, you're not giving him what he needs. So that that's not going to work. Yeah. I don't believe in love languages. I guess that's just what I'm trying to say. They don't resonate with me. Like, respect is what you should have for people. I'm always trying to spend quality. Like, what's the point of being in a relationship if you're not going to spend quality time? Basically, a love language is what your partner needs, is what I'm trying to say. You have to believe in that. I'm not telling you what to believe in. I'm saying, but in some kind of way, you have to believe that, Dice. I don't want you to end up old and alone like that old-ass lady with that chihuahua on Titanic. I don't want you to end up like that. Why would I end up like that? Because you sitting up here straight up telling me No, I don't believe in love language. I I believe in learning my partner. I don't believe in assigning this is affirmation. This is the—I just don't believe in that. I just think it's a very broad kind of thing that could be helpful— in helping you understand your partner, but not necessarily. Okay. That's just what, you know, what, what, what you mad because... I'm just telling you, you're going you, you gonna to I'm going to be alone. With cats. Okay. I, I hate cats. I'm allergic, so that's not going to happen. It is. No. It is because this is what happens to women that don't want to understand what they man need. How you know I don't understand what a man needs? You just told me. All right. I guess. Anyway, people, I suggest you don't listen to Dicey. I suggest... You learn your partner. Yes, you do learn your partner. We both agree with that. I just don't agree with the whole, okay, let me make sure. Hold on. Let me read the definition. What's the definition? This is what you, so you're into, okay, it's only five ways I can love you. Hmm. No. The list extends, Dicey. That's just kind of like a generalization. of. The, so you. So you believe that's just more. I just believe that getting to know somebody has nothing to do with a love language. 
That's Wait, all. What the hell you just said? I said getting to know somebody has nothing to do with a love language. And I'm sure it's some real N-words out there that uh, <laughs> agree with this. They go, what is a love language? And when they learn what it is, that's how they're going to understand how to love their queen. Love languages can help people. Don't be sitting up here like Dicey. Don't do it. I don't want y'all stuck making trash-ass blueberry muffins. <laughs> no, I said blueberry waffles, okay? With honey, because I don't use syrup. Anyway. And I'm going to keep pushing the envelope with you with love languages, because I don't want nothing but the best for you. Okay. I appreciate that. Okay, look. If you had to choose one love language, if you had to choose one, mm -hmm. what would it be? It would be um, good weed. So basically, we will put that under the category of gifts. Yeah, gifts. Uh-huh. Yes, definitely gifts. And we can also put that in the category of acts of service. Mm -hmm. We can also put that in the category of spending time, because I'm pretty sure you would smoke with that person. Yeah. Those are what we call love languages, Dice. Oh. Right? Okay. Give me five. So we knocked out all them categories with that one. Well... You didn't do words of affirmation with the weed. Yeah. This is some fire. That's my word of affirmation. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, this is some fire, babe. Ladies and gentlemen, Dicey has learned love languages and she is down for the cause. You know, you can explain anything to me in terms of sativa or indica. Anyway, before we get into our next segment, don't forget you're listening to Love Thing with Punky Johnson on SXM and Kevin Hart's LOL Radio Channel 96. everybody let's get to the tv love lounge yes i'm so excited about this because y'all punky and i we love the big screen and we love the small screen yes and in our favorite shows there's always two lovebirds who reflect the real and the raw relationships of these days from diary of a mad black woman to it's a thin line between love and hate we're breaking down your tv and movie couple situationships hookups and more you ready for the love lounge yeah let's hey, do the love lounge yeah. guys we love doing the tv love lounge with you all because we all do it. We all sit down at our homes with our girl or our partner, whoever we with, and something could go down on the television and boop, you press pause, you look at your partner, you be like, how do you feel about this situation? That's why we love the TV Love Lounge because we all relate a lot of things to our lives and ask our partner, how would you feel about this or what would you do? Dicey, do the names Rick Grimes, Lori Grimes, and Shane ring a bell. No, because I don't do vampires and zombies. Well, obviously they ring a bell because you know exactly what I'm talking about. So Rick Grimes comes from the series The Walking Dead. He's played by Andrew Lincoln, one of my favorite white boy crushes, by the way. If you have never seen or heard of The Walking Dead, it is based on a comic book written by Robert Kirkman. It is a gritty drama that portrays life in the months and years that follow a zombie apocalypse. I choose to speak on this topic specifically, Dyson, because it is just a mess. It is the craziest love triangle. It's just like this messy love affair between two best friends and one of their wives. Mm. To start the series, the world goes to shit real fast with this virus that kills people and then turn them into walking zombies and the walking zombies turn and kill the alive people. So right before the virus strikes the world, the main character, Rick Grimes, who plays a sheriff, is shot while he was taking down some bad guys and he was put 
in a coma. Mid-coma, the outbreak spreads and his best friend Shane, played by John Berthnall, found a way for him to be safe in the hospital. Like, he takes a gurney, he traps uh, Rick in a hospital, hoping that the walking dead don't get to him. But he doesn't know if they got to him. Meanwhile, Shane takes Rick's wife, Lori, and their son, Carl, um, to safety. Weeks go by, maybe months. I don't know. They don't put a timestamp on it. But in the show, Shane assumes that Rick is dead and tells Lori, his wife, that Rick is dead. So I'm sure you can all assume Shane and Rick's wife, Lori, they're now having a love affair. They're, she, they're zombies? No, no, they're people uh-huh. having a love affair. I don't think zombies can have a love affair. It's okay. I got you. I mean, I'm going to walk you through this. I got you. I can understand. You know what I'm saying? You think your husband is dead. You've been protected by this big man. Feelings can happen. But Lori, she getting her back bent and broke off in the forest. Unbeknownst to them, Rick is not dead. And he gets up and he finds his family. Shane and Lori are shook when he comes back. But the damage is done, people. Shane is now madly in love with his best friend, Rick's wife. And Lori is preggers by Shane. Lord, the awkwardness, because now they all have to find a way to live in harmony while all this filthy emotions is traveling through the air. What would you do? If I was him? If you was him, Lori, one of the friends? Um, well, I guess it's too late for a plan B pill. <laughs> but somebody's going to die. Somebody has to die. Like, or maybe both of them. You know... I don't want to be with people that my friends have been with. I just don't. You're in an apocalypse. It's the, it's the, y'all think y'all the last 10 people on Earth. So I guess to answer that question, we'd have to, like, define the dating rules in a zombie apocalypse. Look, first of all, if I'm not the best friend who was in a coma, and if it wasn't me and my wife, it wasn't my wife getting her back blown out, I would approve that. But that's just me being on the opposite side. You would approve your friend doing that to your wife? I would do it to my friend. What? You would do that to me? I'm not going to fuck your man, Dicey. <laughs> you know well, if I dated women? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. You say establish the rules. That's the rules. We think we're the last 10 people on earth. I'm not going out with But I'm is she the only woman? They got other women up in there. But... Okay, well, you're going to have to pick another woman. Why? Because in my mind, I'm take I'm I'm taking care of and protecting my best friend's wife. He would be honored. She would be honored. Whoever it is, whoever old lady it is, our wife it is, they should be honored that I'm doing that. You know, you wouldn't want to win nobody else. Yeah, I would. Why not anybody else? But except you, first of all. Oh my God, Dicey, you know I hold it down. You know I'm twelve percent toxic. I'm fun. Not with my ex or that. You know what? You said wow. establish the rules. I'm establishing the rules. Okay. So you wouldn't do it. I definitely wouldn't do you it. You wouldn't smash your best friend man. No. In a, if y'all the last 10 people the, on earth. If he was the only man left, then maybe. If it was like us and then just like, that's just because civilization has to keep going. You know what I mean? Like Oh, not, oh so now you got to For reason. the sake of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people out there getting their backs bent out for the sake of humanity. For the sake of humanity. Where are my backbenders at? Where my backbenders at? Hey, Where hey. they at? Where they? Toot it up, toot it up in the forest. 
Why you think your husband did? You were trifling. Get pregnant. Hey, then get pregnant because you fucked his best friend all night. That's so trifling. Then what are they supposed to do with the baby, though? Is, is, is he supposed to be the godfather? The, <laughs> That's a good since question. He, since, he's, since he didn't die? I mean, since his, he's not really dead? Exactly. So if you came back and you saw that your best friend was messing around with your man, no, what? I would be so mad still. But them thinking you dead is unacceptable. Just act like I might come back to life. Keep that same energy. You keep that energy the whole time. I could come back to this month. Yes. No, I'm not. Yes. I'm not. If you had a girlfriend, well, I would take her down. You are trash. If you had a girlfriend, I would take her ass down. Now that I know that. Back bent out in the forest. Lucky you, I wouldn't be able to get her pregnant though. Yeah. You blessed. <laughs> Purple glitter penises have never gotten anybody pregnant. <laughs> There you go. All right, y'all, before we get to the reason we all here, let's make some money. We back, y'all. I'm ready to take some calls. You ready, Dice? Oh, yes. I've been ready. Let's do it. Because I'm ready to talk more about love language. How about you? You? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe you can convince me that my love language ain't just smoking weed, okay? Maybe it's quality time or some shit. And y'all remember, give Punky's line a ring because she's here to help with your love thing. So, Punky, why is it that all men have physical touch as their love language? I, I mean, I can't speak for no man, but men men just, they love nice, soft flowery women and they just like to be touched because women we're so soft we're so sensitive we're so sensual mm-hmm. let's get to our caller let's let's can, can i describe him we both know him by the way this is gary and he's 35 from omaha and of course his love language is physical touch well because he's from omaha yeah because it's cold no he's just from omaha boo Man, real niggas from, like, New Orleans and New York don't like no physical touch. Because it's too hot there to be touching all the time. Nah, and like, Omaha is cold. First of all, I'm just joking. I'm just giving Omaha shit. Big ups, Omaha. Let's get G on the line. Okay, let's get G on the line. What's up? Where's Gary? Gary! G, we don't have to introduce ourselves. We know each other. You know, I'm Punky. And I'm Dicey. Hey, baby! What up, homies? I'm happy that you came on because a lot of women love to talk about love languages. First of all, for everybody that don't know, I posted something in my story that said, love language, let's talk about them. And I mean, I got maybe 40, 50 people that came in and it was only two men that came and said (laughs) something about it. I was like, it got to be a guy. It got to be a guy because I love when men understand the language that they women speak. And your response was just gold. It was gold. He basically said, love languages are real. Because me and my lady, we have different ones. So when I feel like mine isn't being met, I have to be like, maybe I'm not giving her what she needs. And I thought that that was just so deep for a man to say, because that means that you're not this type of guy that's just out there providing and protecting and think that's enough. You know, you don't think just going to work and coming home like she should be just satisfied with that. You want to understand who this woman is. Mm -hmm. And I love that about you. How you became like that? At my second high school that I went to, I went to a high school where girls outnumber boys four to one, right? And then I was in honors classes where it was even more women because dudes were stupid, (laughs) right? So I was in one class where it was 28 girls, a gay dude, and me. And I used to just hold court and I would sit there and just listen to all the girls and give them relationship advice. And uh, 
I felt like, you know, I learned a lot. I would listen to their problem. And I was like, honestly, you know, what you really need to do is date me. And, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. But yeah. And so I just felt like I realized I was like, you know, we we got to do a little bit more, you know, on our part. Of course, we all want a lot of dudes. At least we I'd say mine is physical touch. Right. That's that's my love language. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a lot of dudes physical touch. And it's like, OK, obviously we want that. But it's like, what are we giving to get that right? And like you said, some dudes ain't even working. So it's like, you know, if you're not bringing home, you're not taking care of what you're supposed to be taking care of. On top of that, you know, you got to give her what she needs. And figuring out what she needs is definitely part of what makes a successful relationship. So Dyson asked me why men love physical touch. I said, first of all, I can't speak for men. I ain't no man. But I did <laughs> I, I did assume that, of course, like women are just so sensual. They soft. And it, of course, men want to touch on a beautiful woman all day every day come here girl come here so why is yours physical touch you know i think there's just that uh there's a chemical release right when you are touched and i think men we are so in tune with what's right in front of us and if we could see you we want to touch you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like if it wasn't if it wasn't for men there wouldn't be signs that said look but don't touch you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) I feel like those were strictly invented for men who just can't keep their hands off things that they want to touch. Like, we want to feel it. We want to, mm-hmm. you know, take that in. And I think, you know, women are a little more complex and there's much more going on up in their heads, mm-hmm. you know, where us men, we might be a little more dumb. You know what I mean? And it's much more of a physical and tact how you know experience for us that's that's crazy that you would say that because i was just telling my girl the other day i was like i think i have something in my brain that is manly like i'm not a man i can't (laughs) speak for men but i relate because there's nothing going on in my head that's complicated everything is very simple to me (laughs) it is or it ain't it's black or it's white that there is nothing in the in the middle for me so it's like I was the type of person that would go to work, come home, and be like, that ain't enough. God damn it, I'm doing my job. And then I started <laughs> learning these love languages, which Dicey still don't believe, by the way, so we have to make her a believer. No. What? What? She, she, because Dicey is weird, bro. She's weird. She's like, if I can enjoy <laughs> a good museum with you, then that's fine. I'm like, what? I'm like, you have to understand the language of your man, right? So yeah. I learned that me being in a relationship, giving you what I think you need, that's not the fix. That's not the answer. It might work in some instances, but you have to understand what your woman need. And that is called mm-hmm. a love language. So with, with that being said, did you and your lady, did y'all talk about your love languages? Did y'all express your expectations or did y'all kind of just grow and learn in each other in that way? You know what's crazy? I think we did have a conversation on it early, early in the day. I think maybe one of us asked, you know, have you heard of this love language? Because I think I actually took a test online. Somebody at work sent it to me, you know, instead of working. And so (laughs) I took the test and I was like, okay, yeah, I knew that mine was physical touch. I was like, hey, you should take this. So, you know, I mean, let's see what you get and then we can talk about it. And then so she took her test, I know, and and hers was quality time. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I get that. And what's crazy, though, is I feel like love languages can change, too, because I feel like, you know, yes. we've been together for some years now. And I feel like hers used to be almost like physical touch as much as it was quality time. And now that physical touch is like came back and she's more like 
I really just care about this quality time. And mm-hmm. I know she needs to get that in order for me to get my physical touch. <laughs> yes. Well, also, Ace, yeah. Ace's love language is for show physical touch. So she probably gets sick of touching on y'all because he is <laughs> all up in her. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, uh, a toddler throws in another language that just messes up and makes everything much harder. Uh, yeah. you Ace know. is their toddler, by the way. It shakes up the love language components. I tell you that, right? Yeah. And then we got a dog, too. And honestly, a couple nights ago, I saw her petting the dog and she was petting the dog for like five minutes. And I'm like, you know what? You don't touch that dog more than you touch me today. And uh, if you don't touch, if you want to pet the dog for five, I need you to stroke me for like 10. You know what I mean? Exactly. Give me more than what the dog get. Right. I, I'm trying to make Dicey a believe in love languages because I think love languages can help a relationship because, for instance, my love language is not quality time. Like, I don't care. My love language, like, <laughs> you feed me, you know, give me some money, a gift, I'm fine. I don't really care how much I see you. I know we I know we good, but my lady, yeah. she loves her quality time and the words of, I think it's aspiration, right? Words of affirmation. Affirmation, right? So mm-hmm. mentally, I'm not thinking about that shit. My whole mind mm-hmm. is go outside, get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. I'm, I'm always mm-hmm. paranoid. I'm going to drop the bag. So I'm constantly just doing that. So mm-hmm. I set a clock on my phone like every two hours i check in what's uh, up baby what you doing what's up baby i just want to make sure i don't even ask her no questions it'd be a quick on it'd be like hey boo just gonna tell you i'm running around like crazy but i'm thinking about you i can't wait to smack that ass and just <laughs> that sends her on 10 of being having a hots for me and it's it's yeah. it's so simple of understanding your partner like, you don't even have to want to do it. You just do it for their needs. And it just, right. the intensity and the chemistry in the relationship, it just grows astronomically. Right. It's crazy. That is crazy. I'm about to set some alarms as soon as we get off this phone. <laughs> because, you know, we get carried away in life and we know our partners yeah. are there, especially if we've been with them for a substantial amount of time. And sometimes we don't take it for granted, but the way we live life can kind of make it look like we do. So right. I check in. What's up, babe? And when I spend time with her, I try to put my phone down because I mm-hmm. know she needs that quality time and we on the road all the time. Yeah. So right. it is a big thing. Just me talking to her and like really, really bonding with her and getting her love language has really helped our relationship grow. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? For sure. That makes sense. It's watering. You know what I mean? You're watering your, your plant right there. Right, right, right. And the more you water it, Take care of that. You know what I mean? The more she's going to take care of you, the more fruit she's going to give you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Plug your socials. Let the people know where you at. Let the people know where to find you next. What you got going on? Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm Gary Curtis. You can find me on the socials at Gary Curtis Funny. Uh, I'm bouncing around. I got some shows coming up. I'll be bouncing around. I'm in L.A. and then Montreal. uh, And then who knows? I can't keep up too far past that. What you doing in Montreal real quick? Uh, I'm part of the stand up and pitch program at JFL. So, you know, yes. talking about fantastic, yeah. my brother. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, I would say good luck it. in your relationship, but my brother, you don't need it because you, <laughs> you, you got all the tools you need. You and your lady are inspiring and I appreciate y'all. I'm learning from y'all G. Yes. Thanks, no, man. Oh, I appreciate y'all. Send Always our, good talk. Send our love to the baby. Send our love to the lady. Yes. All right. Will do. All right. G, all thank right. you, brother. Bye, Bye, Gary. I'll see y'all later. 
I know I be giving advice, but this is a two-way street and I can always use your advice as well. Okay, so tell us what's been going on. Yeah, man, y'all gotta tell me if I'm tripping. Couple things about me. I am not big on repeating myself. I don't really like to do it. If I look at you and I tell you something, I need you to just hit me the first time. If you keep asking me, I'm gonna feel like you weren't listening. I don't really like repeating myself to adults. I just don't like to do it. Another thing about me, I love my sleep. We run around all day, we up all night. It's not a lot of moments I get to sleep. So I love my sleep. If you wake me up, the goddamn house better be on fire. You gotta have a robber at the door. Somebody better been done stole the car. Matter of fact, I don't even care about the car. Let them keep it. Let me sleep. Car probably worth more dead than it is alive. We'll figure it out. If you know these things about me, then you need to set a clean ears and you need to never interrupt my sleep. You better creep around that room like it's your mama sleeping. Cause you know we don't make noises when I'm out. <laughs> How light you be walking around when your mama sleep? That's the rule of the house. We Tip-toe. all know. Do not wake up your mama. So the other day, I was saying, you know, we was out of town. I was telling everybody, be ready at 6.30. Everybody, we're going to meet in the lobby at 6.30. I don't know how many times I say that. I said it when we left the restaurant. I said it when we got in the car. I said it when we got into the hotel lobby. I said it as we were walking down the hallway in the hotel. We're going to meet in the lobby at 6.30. Now, me and my girl, we get back to the room, right? We get back to the room about 5 o'clock. She goes straight to sleep. I had work to do. So from 5 to 6.05, I did work. Did a couple push-ups, wrote, got my comedy in line, made some new jokes. I did what I had to do. I get ready real fast. At 6.05, I wake my girl up. Boo-boo. Get up. Said it again. Gotta be downstairs at 6.30. I get dressed. I get ready. By the time it's 6.19, I look at the clock. I'm so excited. I got six minutes to sleep. I'm gonna go to sleep for six minutes. Them power naps... Man, you you come out feeling like Superman sometimes after them power naps. All I need sometimes is five. That's all I need. Now, she know I didn't go to sleep. She knew I was up. I'm laying down. I was like, I'm going to sleep for about five minutes, all right, babe? She said, all right. That's another thing that's kind of common sense, because why would you take a five-minute nap? So if I'm going to wake up in five minutes, that means we going to leave in five minutes. Anyway, as I'm sleeping, probably got down to about the third minute. She said, babe. I heard her, but I didn't know if I heard her. Because you know how you could be in sleep mm-hmm. and you could confuse your sleep with, with a dream. Uh-huh. And you think, you know, I heard her, but I was like, nah. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know she ain't interrupting my sleep. She said, what time is it? I know I heard it or I didn't hear it. I don't know. I was confused. But she said, what time we got to be downstairs? No, she said. I didn't answer her because I was like, she got to be kidding me. Right. She yelled. Babe. What time do we have to be downstairs? Pop me up out of my sleep. And I say, damn, bro, fuck. 6.30, dog. I'm like, why you? I was like, I said five minutes. I'm asleep for five minutes. You couldn't wait the whole five minutes? Why you just, I mean, if I'm gonna wake up in five minutes, you couldn't wait two more minutes to find out what time we have to be downstairs? Damn. Was she asleep already? She had already took an hour nap. Right, so, she, okay. She had already took a whole hour nap. So, after I did that, she was like, you're rude and you're ignorant. And she had an attitude for like three hours. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was tripping. Was I? Well, yeah, a little bit because you know why? Why? Because she woke up with five minutes left on the clock and she was probably like, oh, what time we say? 6.30. No, I woke her up at 6.05. Oh. I woke up at 6.05. And repeat it again. Babe, come on. You got to be ready by 6. Oh, right, right, right. Well, she was trying to get you back for waking her up. So you just woke her up out of her sleep to tell her 
and then you didn't want her waking you up. She, it was 6.05, Dice, she had to get ready. She I was, had to wake up. You know what? I'm going to go on and say that you weren't tripping because I know what sleep means to you. But she might have been tripping this time. Maybe. What What's what if Punky is kind of tripping? Is that a category? I mean, it can be because I wasn't kind of tripping. I think I was right about the situation. That's probably one of my love languages. Just right. understand what I need, yo. You know I need to sleep. You know as soon as I get up, I got to go to work. I got to focus. Why are you waking me up? I said I only wanted to sleep for five minutes. Well, let's look at the criteria for is Punky tripping to see if you were really tripping. Okay. So, did you get loud? Yes, you got loud. Yeah. Okay, so you're kind of tripping. So, Did you call somebody out of her name? You probably did uh, call her a couple I mean, bitches. I, not, not a couple, maybe one. Well, okay, one one counts. Um, All right, whatever. And three, would your dad be proud of how you handled this? Which, no. Right. So you you might have been tripping. Uh, whatever. That That's the criteria, y'all. Hey, what do you think? Do you think Punky was tripping? Please let us know what you think. DM us and let us know if she was tripping. Because I feel like you were, kind of. Y'all better tell me that I wasn't. Because I wasn't. <laughs> Even if she didn't know what time to go downstairs, it was only five minutes. She could have asked me at the six minute. I could see how you'd be pissed off. I can. But you were tripping because you violated all three of the rules of It's Punky Tripping. <laughs> anyway, man, grab onto your partner, learn them inch by inch, and I promise you, it can actually make you have a better relationship. And also know that intimacy is not just sex. Intimacy is learning and knowing what your partner need. Me and my girl every week, we take one day out of every week because we're both so busy when we check in. Usually it's a Thursday. We either lay down with each other together or we FaceTime each other. We put our phones down. Well, you know, not our phones down, but we dedicate our time to each other, at least for an hour or two. Checking in mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Baby, how you doing? Is there anything I could do better? Is there any way I could love you better? What can I do for you? Can I service you in any way? Did I lack? Did I do something that made you mad that you decided not to bite at? Let's talk through it. And we make the deal to just be in love. Don't just be in love. Don't just be in love. Fall in love. (laughs) So I do push and encourage love languages, guys. I do think it can help relationships. You've been listening to the Love Thing Podcast with Punky Johnson. And Dicey. Tune in every week to listen to us talk that talk about love. <laughs> love Thing is a serious XM and LOL radio production. It is hosted by me, Punky Johnson. And me, Dicey. And executive produced by Kevin Hart, Tyra Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Wilde. Production by Elise Ellis. Engineering by Marcus Hom. And additional production by Kobe Guilford. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. 